2: This is Don Jenkins, formerly known as Donnie B, <laughs> <laughs> with Female Centrics Podcast. We are the first female-hosted fish community podcast, and we are coming into, if I was organized enough, it might be like season, I don't know, whatever, but or like Female Centrics 3.0, maybe, something <laughs> like that. But... But we're not. But we're not. <laughs> so, because cause I'm in charge. But I am back in the studio with my friends and I'm so excited. So, we've got Biggity Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love are back. Woo. Yay. Right here. I'm looking at her. Yeah. Touch her. It's glorious. And we've got Mary with us too. Hello, Mary. Hi, hi hi there, everybody. So good to be here. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be talking about being now. We've got Tor to talk about. We've got Trey to talk about. There's lots of cool podcasts to talk about. There's all kinds of things. So many good things. So many good, so things. Many good things. But so I just want to, uh, you know, kind of go back through and just uh, we're going to start with uh, Miss Baker here. Baker. Yeah. It's been a long time. It has been. I don't, I probably should have looked it up. Do you remember what the last episode you were on? Whoa. Uh, No, I don't even
3: have a clue Mm. because there's been a few and uh, I kind of went AWOL for a little bit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 And then Mary, you were able to get with me last.
4: Yeah. I think last fall we talked to, it was after the fall tour.
2: Yes. Yes. Right.
4: And um, we talked to Linda.
2: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly, exactly. It, the, she had gone to the Met. Is that the show that was in? Uh, yeah, yes. that was a fall tour. Yeah, yep. Right? yep. Before, but but were you hour. with me after lockdown at all?
4: Have I been 100% on uh, my own? You. Well, lockdown? so I did see you in the fall when um we did a little um excursion to Maine. Yes. remember we came and had a little visit. But, but a little we tippy-toes? Go- or, yeah, <laughs> made a little tippy-toe. Um, <laughs> In uh,
2: Maine, yes. So
4: there were
3: no two. That was
2: the last time (laughs) we saw each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. toe. How funny. (laughs) (laughs) Which we'll talk about that in a minute for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So, um, Baker, how was lockdown?
3: Ah, well, lockdown for me was kind of lonely. No. You know, well, it was lonely until I got my kitty back. That's right. And then I got my cat. Yay. So, talk to my kid. Yeah. cat. A... What do
4: you mean by back?
3: So, what happened was when um, I kind of left my situation that I was in before and I moved into my apartment, I had to leave my kitty okay. with my kid. And um, so, lockdown hit and Piper? I was just by myself.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
3: And so... I called him up one day and I said, dude, you have your girlfriend to squeeze and cuddle with and I'm over here by my lonesome. I says, why don't you bring me my cat? And he said, you really want Pip? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I do. 45 minutes later, he was at my house with all his shit. (laughs) I said, well, you didn't even want to think about that, right? And he was like, here you go, Mom. Great, thanks. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, I was hanging out with my cat for like, All of lockdown and, uh, yeah, couldn't really work. So Mm -mm. did a little, you know, a few jobs here and there, just kind of trying to make a little cake and, um, and I, now
2: I got lobsters from you one time and forced you into a, a hug and a rainstorm and oh, a poncho. That's
3: right. We did a plastic encased a plastic
2: hug. encased hug and yeah. a rainstorm on a <laughs> Yeah, my kid
3: um works for um his dad and they lobster together and they really didn't have any place to sell them. So I know a bunch of people and I was just like threw it out there and so we sold lobsters. Every week they could go out and That was kind of cool. I tried really
2: hard not to hug you that day.
3: Yeah, I wasn't really touching anybody. (laughs) I know. I'm still not licking anybody. That's
2: (laughs) it. You know, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Well, it's like when Jill came by for whatever reason and like... (laughs) We put a sheet over each other and hugged each other through a sheet. <laughs> I think our first
3: hug was your Christmas tree. Uh,
2: yes, yes, yes. We right? got, your yeah. yep. <laughs> was, got a rainbow Christmas tree. Yep.
3: That was Donny so got a tie-dye Christmas tree. Actually, great. two of them. Yes, a fake one and a real one.
2: <laughs> wow. Do you know about this, Mary? My I Christmas don't think tree. So. Oh my so- god, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> So I am not a big fan of Christmas. I just, I don't I don't know what's happened. I really don't. I just am, no. The
3: Grinch invaded her heart. Oh,
2: it did. It did. It's like this big. It's a teeny little heart. And so, so I find this Christmas tree online. I'm so excited. This rainbow Christmas tree is going to be the greatest thing ever.
3: And it's only 45 bucks, right? What are you going to get for 45 bucks, Mary?
4: I get it in the mail. And it's like. 12 inches big. <laughs> oh my god, no, sir. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What's well, the funniest thing? She's like Baker. Yeah, but, she
3: calls me up, she goes, Baker.
2: Ron the picture was not to scale, I take it. No,
4: definitely not. Oh, no,
2: they were big, fat liars. Total liars. It was even a
3: real a little bit of misrepresentation
2: yeah. going on. Yeah. So Did you order that for Wish? I think it might. Have been. Yes. That's that's that website always has the weirdest stuff. Oh yeah. my God. And so it's just hilarious. I mean, I was just like, I was gonna love a Christmas anyway with my 12 inch tree. Tell but, her about Jerry. But the, oh, yes, because <laughs> so forever. I mean, this is like pre I mean, I'm like good 15. No, Adalie's 18. I got Jerry. You know, there's like Jerry Garcia stuffed animals. Right. So. Oh, yeah. 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 So Jerry has been our star on our Christmas tree. Forever, forever and ever and ever, right? And 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 even when I started not liking Christmas, he'd still, you know, get up on that tree and you know it's a good twelve-inch whatever. And Jerry's so,
3: twelve <laughs> inches, big. <baby. laughs>
2: so is Jerry like sitting next to like just hugging the Christmas tree because it's like oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. But then I'll let you tell us because you know.
3: Oh my gosh! So we have these great, the great friends that um are also in the music business, and she somehow learned of this mishap with the tree and loves Donnie and uh she she made this we made this whole group excluded Donnie from it and we all like put in like anywhere from like 10 to 20 bucks and like we she found on this anti-wish
2: like a real a real yeah
3: it was like seven and a half feet tall and it's a real rainbow christmas tree. And oh so we ordered it and me and Christy went and we we, it, we she got it sent to Christy's house and we delivered it in her driveway that day. Oh my and God, we were a- all like and like Donnie's heart grew 3
0: times yeah. <laughs> bigger that day.
3: I bet it did. <laughs> Did. Uh, yeah. It came before Christmas and everything totally we thought did. we were going to it was going to come <laughs> after Christmas cuz you know all the you know it was just shut down all and, the
2: yeah you know everything Crazy.
3: was on a container ship somewhere in the middle of the ocean you yes. know
2: and like i think you were just like oh I just want to come by and say hi yeah. and so I like come out and all of a sudden there's the big christmas tree in my driveway and it was so exciting <laughs> it was pretty awesome
3: under yeah. the cover of darkness we all showed up masked and yep. you know and <laughs> com- yeah, i was going to say in rubber suits but we didn't go that far
2: <laughs> Enough though. Know, right. <laughs> yeah, no, extroverts and the hugging. Like, I, this was hard. This right. is hard for me. But I mean, I yeah. was lucky. I did have like my kids and right. chickens. And right. I was like in the woods with kids teaching since last July. I haven't been the whole time, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mary, you've had, oh my goodness. I just have such respect for like what you've been through since this Yeah, whole thing.
4: we've been, you know, I mean, school was normal for me all year. I mean, I was back, to, and I say normal. In that I worked every day, um, you know, from September until just last week. Um, and this, the kids' schedule was pretty k- crazy. In my school district, they were doing um, kids had a week on and a week off. Oh, wow. So their, you know, their logic was that the science was supporting that having like one group of kids in for one week and then we could clean the building and have another group instead of doing this like every other day or every two days that some districts were doing. And, you know, I think back to like the beginning of the school year and how, you know, I think people just wanted to get back in some capacity, Um, you know, in hindsight, the week on, week off was kind of crazy. I mean, those kids were out of a building for a full week at a time. Right. I mean, you know, they had to just make the most of it. I just don't know how people with really young families got through it. I mean, fortunately, you know, my kids, they are old enough. They could stay home alone. You know, my oldest daughter could help her younger sister, but there's no way we would have been able to like live if one of us had to quit our job, you know? So it was a lot. I'm hoping, I'm hoping life is, um, you know, we're, we're on the upward tick now, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm
2: yeah our friend um, I do so want to have uh, Betsy hi I do so want to like have Betsy on and talk about like how uh, teachers got through this whole thing like you know she had her teachers on tour on Friday nights where you know people just getting on like happy hour just shooting the shit and talking about it all and supporting each other because I you know like I said I was outside since July so right. my business personally I'm rolling in the dope. not really but I'm <laughs> yeah. still a teacher but you know right. like as much I, as a teacher can right, be right like thriving I'm, I've been outside the right. whole time. I can't even <clears throat> fathom. I cannot fathom what what everybody went through. I know what, like you know, like like Daphne who got up every day and she did. She was remote the whole time. She showed up, but it's like just walking around with her like laptop, eating, doing whatever. You know, right? Yeah, um, so hard, so hard. But um, but so did either one of you guys buy or continue or hold on to your fish tickets from? Uh, 2020
3: tour. I didn't have any.
2: You didn't have any. So <clears throat> yeah. I didn't. You so, know me.
3: I'm last minute Sally. I don't
2: do anything until no, last minute. I am too. <laughs> Mary, <married. laughs> did you? So
4: we had, we had tickets to the Gorge and we had tickets to Atlanta. And... What was a real bummer was last year, um, Justin and I, it would have been our first time going to the Gorge. It was our 20th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow! And so this was gonna be like a bucket list trip for us. And so then when the tour was canceled, um, we actually like had our tickets from somebody else. Oh. Somebody had got them sure. and they were gonna get pass Ooh. them on to us. Um, and then, um, so I'm not sure what ended up happening because once it was kind of canceled, then we were just like, okay, we're back to the drawing board, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then unfortunately the show in Georgia that we were planning to go to, that one did not get rescheduled. Mm. So, you know, with the excitement of a summer tour being back, you know, I'm so happy, but also was so bummed that we didn't have tickets. And then the things that we would want to get tickets to are essentially impossible to get at this point mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. mm-hmm
2: yeah so like they're not coming so 2019 i got to. i went to 10 shows because it was you know the providence it yeah was, they were all close yeah mohegan everything yep. you know Spac and right. fenway whatever and B- and banger right um banger. so rolling banger banger did i just pronounce my r <laughs> i just pronounced my r again <laughs> <God> damn it <laughs> what is this anyway <laughs> who are you who Jenkins?
4: Are you? <laughs>
2: Formally known. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, but coincidentally, Hershey and AC is the week that Jason and I take off every week because it's my birthday week and our wedding and our falling in love night and our wedding anniversary night. Nice. They're so, like, that's our thing. We always take it off. We always go do something. Um, but we didn't get tickets the first time around. I just thought that they sold out. Mm. Well, somebody posted in fish, 2014 sometime in February, that tickets were still on sale. Jason and I were, like, remodeling the kitchen. It might as well have been, like, New Year's Eve, tickets going on sale, 10 o'clock, lottery. Like, we freaked out. Like, it was, and we got all five of them. Nice. Because they were still on sale. Because it wasn't a big deal,
3: apparently. (laughs) Because it wasn't 10 o'clock at (laughs) Ticketmaster.
2: Exactly. (laughs) We're like, "Ah, you got two different phones going on. We're like, (laughs) whatever. <laughs> so, but, um, but we did get Hershey, and we did get a c and then right away, I booked my uh my a c boardwalk uh, like on the boardwalk hotel rooms, oh nice, yes, and like like six hundred bucks for four nights, oh, wow, did that back in February right because I was like it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, even though secret like I was manifesting it, trying to, I was like, uh, maybe, happen <laughs> maybe, maybe if we're lucky, right, um. And then they came back with the whole freaking tour. That's amazing. What? I know. But no. the whole BS, which I didn't want to whine about, but I'll whine right but now. I'm going to whine God right now. God damn it. So what, like, I wish they had just given the people who had had the Hershey's ticket, or the people who had already had those tickets, mm-hmm. just maybe just one chance, like, do you want them or not kind of thing? <clears> like, whatever. And I ended up getting, it was fine. Like, right. you know, that, that big of a deal. But like, I didn't. I just wanted to avoid the stress, you know? Right. Um, but anyway, so we're going to be staying at the Hershey Inn. on like, chocolate ave.
4: That's I, a thing? Yes! Yes!
2: I know. I'm imagining that's a thing.
4: like Wonka Land, you know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like a chocolate river and Augustus <laughs> Blue is floating with a noodle or something, you yeah. know? <laughs> there goes the blueberry girl. I don't even know.
2: <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I haven't been to Hershey's since 96 um, tour. I've yeah. never been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. so, so this year at midnight stroke of midnight, I turn forty six. I'll be at a fish show, Ooh. and then I get to wake up, and it's my birthday the whole next day. Yay! Yeah, so so excited, and That's then super excited. I know, dude. I know, and our wedding anniversary and all that. So I'm like super pumped about all that, and we like booked all that ahead of time. But I definitely was at not even a little bit expecting this whole big tour, right? I thought maybe we get dicks and maybe AC. Mm-hmm. Like they would. I like... figured dicks would be the first one, mm-hmm. and that would be it. Right,
4: that's what I was thinking too. I didn't yeah. think that there would be like this big summer thing, like it, like it's mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, figured def- outside, I figured, I figured right, or in a fall tour. Yeah, is what I was open.
2: Yeah. All right.
3: I booked a hotel and uh, flight to Vegas, but I didn't get to get some stolen. You didn't get tickets. Those. No.
2: You'll get. So you're. So looking what for are you
3: going to do? Are you going to yeah. still go out there? Yeah. Yes. I've been to Vegas before with no tickets.
2: (laughs) And you got in. Yeah, I did.
4: Of course you did. I did.
2: Of course you did. I just
3: scour until I get
2: them. All right, everybody. So you want four nights? Yeah. Okay. So everybody, Baker needs four nights. (laughs) All right. (laughs) She's looking for that four-day pass. Yeah, just one, right? Yeah.
3: Well, I'll take two. March is coming. Okay, Okay, cool. So two. All right. (laughs) We got to get
2: that going on. Definitely. That's definitely (laughs) happening. I know it's
3: happening. I have faith
2: all right hey guys we are going to take a quick break because we have a special caller coming in calling in in just a few minutes uh Mm. so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with the exciting special caller all right bye are you fucking kidding me right now yes With our exciting caller, who is OMG the Heather McDougall. Yeah. Hi Heather. Woo. What's up guys?
1: <laughs> oh my God, it's Heather fucking McDougall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just way too exciting. I'll just gonna tell you real quick. So I, Heather, I saw that you were going last night. You know, I messaged you. I'm like, does he know? He's, does he know that you're coming? Because he's just gonna be really excited that you're coming. And you, you know, you said that you're that he was going to, and uh, that means sorry that he knew you're coming. And then so I'm listening today with Cassidy in the back seat, and they're playing Fluff Ed. And then all of a sudden he just starts talking, and I just start crying. And Cassie's like, Mama, are those happy tears? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. so i'm gonna shut up at this point and just let you talk because this is just so so cool so cool well
1: i was all i was super nervous flying down i just was nervous because this is the first time he was back at the beacon and the beacon is where it happened and and because he sort of teased it and said my name on friday and sunday it's back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'm like he's got to be saving it for the beacon not that i was assuming anything because you felt it. if nothing happened i would have been as happy mm-hmm. but people are fired up right mm-hmm. so yeah everybody's like <laughs> A little bit. he's gonna do it he's gonna do it <laughs> so the whole way down i was like just excited i wasn't i wasn't nervous i was just
2: excited for whatever was going to happen mhm
3: because something and, um, was going to happen.
2: <laughs> what did, what something. did he say at SPAC? I knew something yeah, what did happen. he say at SPAC? Because I've listened, like, we were, I was up in the balcony and, and the, the, like, I don't know, reverb. Is that right? No, <clears throat> echo. Yeah, I, yeah, right? Some of the
4: sound when, when Trey would be talking um, at SPAC, it was hard to make out what he was saying um, Friday night when I was also up in the balcony area. Um, Saturday, I could hear him much better on like the ground level. So some of the things I missed from, you know, his little storytelling Friday night.
1: My friend texted me and said, uh, he's calling for you, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm home in and I'm like, what? What do you mean? Oh my She's God. Like, he just called for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone yelled out, play Heather McDougall's song. No and way. And then he started going, McDougall's on, Heather McDougall's like, song. And he goes, I can't remember it. <laughs> and so that was like Friday night. Uh-huh. And then on Sunday night, um, he said my name in the middle of two. Oh, nice. he, was, he was jamming out in this sick little situation where he was going science, science. And then he goes, Heather McDougal song. What? <laughs> oh my God. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I know. And I mean, every one of the things that has happened throughout this whole thing could have, be been a standalone situation where I've reached the pinnacle, you right. know, Right, <laughs> I've made it. it. Keeps rolling. Yeah. Um, I think there's just so much energy behind it. All the people. Yep. You know, and this trip to New York was all about the people. It yeah. was about a new friend that I made after Heather McDougall. Her and I have been talking online. And she had my ticket, and I stayed at her place in the city, Uh, and I met all her friends. Nice.
2: Uh, I love us. And I met so many people, you guys, who were so fired up. Did people just recognize you just walking through? They're like, oh my gosh, how do we (laughs) do?
1: Yeah, some people definitely did. (laughs) I
2: love it. I know.
1: You're a celebrity. (laughs) And now they're really going to, because there's been some posts of me standing in front of the beacon. Oh,
3: I saw that. Yep.
1: Yep,
2: exactly. So now
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's all fun though. It's all good.
2: Yeah. So, so you're in the show and like, so I got Fluffhead on Friday night, which hands down for, we haven't even had a chance. We've just been laughing and talking before we even got to on um, about just lockdown. Not that lockdown was funny, but you know what I mean? Just like, just whatever. So we <laughs> no, haven't even right. had a chance to talk and uh, talk about the shows yet, but Fluffhead for me, Friday night was hands down my favorite. It was just uh, absolutely stunning. So I was just re listening. Cause it doesn't say on the live fish app, it didn't say anything about you. So I didn't even know. I'm just listening to, you know, Fluffhead. So go ahead. You're up in the balcony. Yeah. So
1: Fluffhead ends. And then he just sort of does the same thing he kind of did on the Friday night where he was like, What's up, guys? <laughs> How's everybody been? What have you been doing since Mexico kind of thing, mm-hmm. which we love? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes into this cute thing where he's like, There's this. You know, it's so nice playing in New York because sometimes celebrities come to the show and he goes, we have a big celebrity in the house tonight, like a high A++++. (laughs) And he just does this nice, would you give a nice round of applause to Heather (laughs) McDougal? And everybody just comes unglued. (laughs) Uh, And it was amazing. (laughs) And, And then kind of spontaneously, one of the dudes in front of me shines his, uh, his flashlight on his ca- on his phone on me. And then a bunch of other people around us shining on me. And Trey is like, where are you? You know? And then like all of a sudden it's like <laughs> this glowing orb of me up on the balcony, just like waving.
4: <laughs> I love it. Like, oh my God.
1: And then him and I are like throwing hugs and kisses at each other. And I'm going, hi. And he's going, hi. Oh. and it's. It was surreal.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, you're well, Heather McDougall. Your
2: <laughs> like, it was super <laughs> sweet. It was crazy. Oh, <laughs> I'm
1: like, laying here dreaming about that. I like, know. Oh my. <laughs> right? you being guys. an
3: A-list celebrity. <laughs>
1: It's unbelievable. I don't. I mean, I'm not
2: actually a celebrity. I'm just a person. Oh, yeah. But
3: <laughs> well, not to Trey.
2: And not to the fish community. You're a now. plus Hello. plus
3: celebrity now.
2: Yeah. We're all fangirling out over you. It's I right? so know. Let's do it up. It's just a good time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that happened to me. So, like, Cassidy's like, "Mom, are you?" You know. And I'm like, oh, "I was just so happy for you. I was oh, so happy my... for you." You know. And so like, immediately, I'm like, I call, and you're like, is everything okay? I'm like, everything's fine. LOL. Oh, my God. Like, just call you me. You
1: called me twice in a row, and I was like, uh-oh, maybe she needs medical advice. <laughs> she does.
2: <laughs> I did. Her heart is exploding. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. I call her. I was like, how are you even standing right now? Like, how is this even a thing? <laughs> oh, my God. I was in the back of
1: a cab, and I was hardly standing. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting, but. <laughs> um, it was a late night i'm not used to those new york nights anymore
2: yes 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 definitely yeah. oh well and the rest of the show was just awesome i mean because you were there for the first night of beacon and they're all flipped around the side and and like the beacon's much more intimate than yes. where spack was i mean at least where i was I mean, right. the first night um what was the reaction of like the rescue squad like how was how were they
1: you mean just being at the Beacon, all turned around? Yeah, and like with with a live audience, you know, and and oh, good point. I hadn't thought about that at all. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, they were charming and sweet. Everything was gorgeous and perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a night that was special beyond words. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Was that the first it time
3: was... you'd been at the Beacon?
1: No, I grew up in Westchester. I went to the Beacon a bunch. Oh, back oh nice. In the day. Okay. No way, it's like your hometown venue. Yeah, I mean, I'm a New Yorker. Oh, so cool. It was sweet. It was great. But now it has a whole new meaning. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, the way Trey talked about it after, if you listen to the audio of when he talked about me at the end of Fluffhead, and then you listen to him talk about the pandemic and the city and just how much he loves the city,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and the beacon. You know, it's just it all has new meaning after this
0: mm-hmm. tra-
1: tragic,
2: tumultuous time we all went through, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 you're in the emergency room or in surgery, yeah, right? Yeah, through yeah. all of this, through like you literally are like the scariest, and like Mary as well, like in like in the classroom teaching, and you know, in the hospital, like those are. Right, and honestly, that and like convenience stores, like people like Walmart, you know, like these central workers, right? Just, you know, And work. he yeah. gave a
1: shout out. He gave a super, super sweet shout out to my new friend Emily, who uh, was the person who brought him uh, produce and bread from their organic farm oh, every week. Oh, that's okay. awesome! And she was sitting next to me, and she was stunned, and oh. she just started crying. It was beautiful. Oh. So that's well, beautiful. I think it's so
4: fun, like you know. So a couple years ago, when Trey like did his um kind of first run of his solo shows, and you know, I passed on my wisdom on how to get a chance to like meet him to Don. um, That experience for me, like when I got to like say hello to him, it was so meaningful because I just felt like here's this person who has been just such a pivotal figure in my life for the music that they've created, the sense of community, Mm -hmm. friendship. And so, you know, I put him on a pedestal and then for him to be a person of that stature and then to give like a shout out to the normal people of the world. You know what I mean? It's just like, it just shows you, I think, how connected he is to just, to I don't know, so much emotion and feeling and realness. I mean, and not to get so like weird about, you know, and no, out there, real. but I just feel like, What he's inspired by, it's also come through in his interactions with people and through the pandemic, being able to give those reminders to people, you know, was, I think, really special. Mm -hmm. He's great. He is grounded. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. He's really an incredible. He really
1: is. And that's part of why this is all happening.
2: Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, and I and I think that that's what, like, one of the most beautiful thing is out of this pandemic is that we had no music or whatever, but somehow our community got closer. Yeah. Somehow we got to know Trey better. Right. You know? Because
3: he did do intimate shows, mm-hmm. and he, he may not have had the people in his face like he did, mm-hmm. but we were there anyways, like, watching him and um, mm-hmm. just hanging on his words because... Yeah. Who doesn't like that?
2: I know. I have goosebumps in my cheeks. <laughs> he knew cheeks, we were there. He yes. knew we needed it, right. and he needed it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: We were. Um. Me and Donnie were just talking about this a little while ago about. Um. It was sort of evident to me because I did watch a lot of being alone and just like watching a lot of whatever music was out there. I would st- I would stream whatever I could, and it was pretty evident to me what bands were studio bands and what bands were really like live jam bands and in your face like needed that audience interaction because you could tell like there was sometimes there was a little piece of some of those bands that were just missing that they were just like you could tell looking at them and seeing you know after they were done like they really missed the interaction interaction. between Mm
1: -hmm. completely Mm -hmm. you know
3: it Mm -hmm. was pretty evident you know, and Trey just really enjoys the interaction there. You
0: know? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Heather, thank you so much. And it was like awesome. But <laughs> then I, I really like, so I was just mentioned our friend, my friend Betsy, who I had Heather join us on one of the, um, the, uh, uh the teacher uh teachers on tour talks that we did yeah yeah the happy hour talks and my stupid zoom i was so excited to like surprise them with heather and then my stupid zoom wouldn't work but (laughs) they get she gets surprised them anyway. it was exciting so (laughs) (laughs) right but um we will and baker lives right next to us too so i like we gotta yeah yeah, go for lunch soon yeah (laughs) that would work for sure are you there i'm here okay good (laughs) yes so uh but thank you so much for joining us and just continue on with your awesome self and uh what shows are you going to this summer
1: um i'm gonna go i can only make it a hershey and tahoe and then i'm gonna go do vegas in the fall yeah Mm -hmm. i'm pretty happy with that
3: without did you already get vegas tickets
1: I do have Vegas tickets. Sweet ass girl. Why wow, you got some? You got some? You want to sell? No, she needs dude, them. I'm she looking. needs them. She <laughs> has a
2: flight. She has a place to stay. All of them. Yeah, I booked <laughs> yeah. everything,
3: but the day t- I don't have the tickets. So yeah. I'm just like I'm. I was uh, man. I was struggling for those things, but you know I'll what? I'll
2: keep it'll my happen. eyes open. You know, I it'll happen. People now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got people. She right. says. <laughs> my birthday is uh, August 11th. The Hershey shows will be there. So yay nice we'll party yes sounds good we will. we will well thank you so much for joining us and woohoo yay we go. Yep, well, nice, nice times we- <laughs> alright <laughs> alright baby we'll
4: be
0: back jumping to my feet I try to pull myself together but I feel it in my knees and the wind begins to spin
2: Are back and thanking Heather McDougal for joining us to share her super duper excitement. I was uh, happy to grab her. Her, her Heather McDougall story. Right, Heather <laughs> McDougal story. <laughs> it's just, it's just too cool. I love Mary when you. I can see you. <laughs> so we have like a Zoom thing, and I can see Mary. Mary's just like daydreaming in her bed. <laughs> I, don't no, no, I,
4: no. <laughs> I was like, when she talked about being in this orb of light, I was just like, and then. You know, the rainbow floor carried me into Trey's arms. Like <laughs> right. My teenage journal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Exactly. So, um, so I just want to mention a couple awesome things that are coming from Osiris. And, you know, our big one is uh, Undermine, which has just been a real blessing to be a part of uh, as a production assistant. For season, uh, for for just a production assistant. So for season one, um, uh. They were they. I connected with the contact kids who are not kids; they're our age now, and the Gordon Huikalo interview, and a a handful of other ones. But I just did a whole bunch of work for season two, and season two is going to be awesome. It's really, um, really bringing it back to the fans and the fans' perspectives. So I re-interviewed a handful of people we've had in the past, and met some new people, and we. That's going to be released in August. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It really is. It's super awesome uh, to. I love the perspective that they're coming in on with this season as far as certain subjects and talking to a lot of different people with the same sort of questions right um with this and so that's just an awesome an awesome part to be awesome thing to be a part of and then uh right we now you can tell you're not having know, any fun I'm at all any fun. <laughs> <laughs> i was like I, I i'm like yep i've been working working on this since like new kids on the block really when it comes down to it <laughs> who by the way are coming
3: back to boston this year oh
2: hell yeah <laughs> do that <laughs> there's so much fun Mary are you going I know you're a big New Kids of Luck fan right. I'm not
4: going to New Kids no no <laughs> I've, I've actually I've closed the door on that chapter of my right. life well you went I did... you did as going as an adult right oh I did go as an adult yes, yes. I did and so you know I'm so glad that I had the opportunity for the full circle moment but um you know I feel like if I'm going to spend any money on concert tickets it's not going to be for nostalgia
2: yes <laughs> right <laughs> yes oh. yes exactly is
3: donnie gonna go for like the whole show
2: oh d- just don't, <laughs> just, don't. <laughs> just just don't I-, I tried going one time when i was 33 it didn't really work out well but that's fine it's fine not we all talk about that not all shows are British concerts guys right just that's so right. you know but then i made right. it the second time around and literally like jumped over like seats to like touch them as they walked by I didn't. I didn't save my hand in in a baggie like I did with CVB sweat when I was fourteen. Though <laughs> I'm so pissed that Chach made me throw that goddamn baggie out. You know about that? Do you know that? Yeah. Yes. Mary, do you know this? Did name? you see a Stevie B? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did I hear that right? Yes. At the Zyterian, Zyterian Theater with Jeff Shagden. Went to see CVB uh, 1990, and he walked by okay. me, and I like touched his like back, and then I went back and put my hand in in a plastic bag, and I saved CVB sweat until I mean I was definitely married
3: because Donnie's not oh a my hoarder God.
2: yes yes <laughs> no and my ex made me get rid of the goddamn bag and I wish I still had it because that'd be a really funny thing to frame especially my weird bathroom in the back that has all like the oh that would, right? Be. Yeah, 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 that right? would fit
3: right in there that would. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> not gonna lie
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyways side note. so uh yeah so I'm, I'm digging being a groupie <laughs> <laughs> um and uh if guys if you have not had chance to check out live again so this is like huge for osiris so um it's all about tab it's all about tab and so uh we've put out two episodes already the second one i i listened to today it was talking a lot about or yesterday talking a lot about uh, jennifer Hartswick. she was 17 wow. 17
1: That's just randomly crazy. gets
2: a call from trey this is all around like 2000s when like trey was partying a lot it was uh, talking a lot about the barn and all of that and um it's just, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. There's a lot of good stuff coming going out. Um, Check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one that I'm just really loving right now is Comes a Time podcast with Mike Fenoya, who we've had as a guest, as well as O'Teal. Oh, nice. Yes. And uh, they just interviewed John Mayer. And I uh, <laughs> love John Mayer so much. <laughs> He's going to be on here someday. I'm <laughs> It's gonna happen. He loves fish. He loves girls. It's gonna happen. <laughs> anyway, so you, guys, so you guys gotta check all that all that out because there's some really good things going on. So grown, what? <laughs> I do I love them? <laughs> anyway, so Baker. Yeah. Before I got my tickets on Friday night to go see Trey opening up, which. Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. You had plans with me. I did. I did. Oh, and I yeah. bad with. Uh, Total abandonment. Right no. there. well, I should have just thought about this beforehand. And I'm glad. I'm so glad that you, because I love Carl. Carl Gerhardt is Dude. just. Oh, yeah, what a great like, guy. Yeah, he what really a is. a great guy. He really is. Yeah. Um, So So, I had the
3: opportunity to go see this band in a small town where next to where I live in New Hampshire. Um, They played in Exeter at this amazing tiny little venue called um, the Word Barn.
2: Room full of Blues is the name of the band. They've been around for like 50 years. Yep.
3: They have been. They played all over and um, they're a great band and it's um, they just like. Blues. And I love horns. They have two saxes and Carl plays the trumpet. They have keyboards, drums, a guitar, and they're, uh, and a lead singer and they are amazing. And um, they played in the middle of this meadow and with a fire pit and just all of us just like dancing in the grass and they, and you know, Phil's the lead singer and he was telling me the story of how, they were just getting ready to have this big CD release party. Yes, because we they still put out CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they were just getting ready to have this big CD release party. And it was on the day that basically COVID was announced and hit. And everything got shut down. So they didn't have the party. They didn't release their CD. And they got the call that day or the day after that shut down their whole American and European tour. Mm. They had like this amazing tour planned and nothing came of it. And they just started recently touring um, and doing again live music and they were so happy to be up there Mm -hmm. just to have the audience back and just, and who wouldn't want to play like in the middle of a field, you know, on like a little homemade little dance floor stage and it was great. Mm -hmm, It was mm -hmm. super good. It was super good to see Carl (laughs) and Phil again. Me and Donnie actually got to see them play in a little tiny, um, well, fancy hotel venue.
2: Oh yeah. And the two of us were like spinning and dancing yeah. towards the back with just like
3: o- older, regular people. They were. It was like a veteran <laughs> show. Yeah, and yeah. so the uh, let's, let's just say there was a big age gap between <laughs> me and Donnie and the rest of the thing. Mm-hmm. And Carl was like laughing up oh. there because he's like, yeah, you can always tell the fish kids they're in the back yeah. spinning around. <laughs> and that's where me and Donnie were right there. Right. <laughs> it was awesome. But that's, um, that was our first introduction to the band mm-hmm. and, And um, I got a CD back then I got another because my car still plays CDs so that's kind of (laughs) awesome so yeah so it was just it was pretty it was an incredible thing and it was only like maybe the second or the third time I'd actually seen live music Mm. since the pandemic Mm -hmm. had hit so it was really nice to be back in you know with people dancing and just being able to see a band there instead Mm -hmm. of
2: Well, Carl just makes you feel like a queen. I love him so much. I really do. Like, we've gotten really close since, like, our first time him being on the show. I've uh, had he's invite us to a a handful of things. And so I re-interviewed him for Undermine. And so at that point, I'm like, when do you come in close? And that's when he told us that. And I just wasn't even thinking. And I think that really, so I had to go to a wedding on Saturday of SPAC and Sunday of SPAC. So I just put my fingers in my ears, and I was like, la, 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 it's not happening. Just pretending it's not me, you know, whatever. So I didn't even think about it. And then the ticket fell in my lap, and then I go to Jason, literally in tears, just, like, crying. I'm like, ah. he just looks at me, straight-faced. He's like, "Did you really thought you weren't going to go out there for Friday night? Like, that was Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, he's, he's like, go. I just go, just like, go. what? Like, I knew you weren't, you know? And then, then Carl, obviously, and you know, he understood. And all that, but I was so happy that you and Christy got to go. Because right. he really is. I love him. I love him. I love him. And I'm just looking Super forward
3: good to him. Super mm-hmm. good dude. Super good dude. And mm-hmm. plays a hell of a trumpet.
2: It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just,
3: who doesn't like horns? Come on. Right. Who doesn't
2: like horns? <laughs> right. Um, so, so for, so I decided to, so I had to be back. Which really, marry you two? I should have freaking made a bet because <laughs> nobody believed me that I would be back for the wedding on Saturday. To not one person. I know.
4: I really, when we were talking on Thursday, I really felt like Dawn was trying to play like you know had had both the angel and the devil. And she, I thought she was calling me to be the devil, uh, <laughs> for that side of her, because she was letting me know all the responsibilities she had for the weekend and was like I really have to make sure I go home and I really felt like she was looking for me to give her the okay yes <laughs> you clearly have learned how to um not give in into peer pressure so I'm really proud of you You've come a Wait long a way minute.
2: baby who are you I know <laughs> I usually am <laughs> the queen of peer <laughs> kind of sometimes up. Um, <laughs> yeah no but Mary you honestly <laughs> what do... okay no we'll talk about that in a second but no but you like we're like all right do you like okay you so, Mary's very organized. She does her laundry. She, like, folds it. Do <laughs> laundry. Like, yeah. So she <laughs> She folds it and puts it away and all of that. I'm, like, enamored by her. How home. are you friends? I, it's just, well, <laughs> same thing with you. You do your laundry, okay. too, well, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a yin-yang thing of the thing, right? So, <laughs> so, she's like, all right, pack for both nights. And she's like, but I know you. I'm going to see you both nights. And I'm like, God damn it. I keep trying to, like, say I'm going to do this. And, like... Just this so like the more I really thought about those like so and not that I didn't want to be back for the cousin's wedding. Of course I did, of course I did. Um but I did like Sunday I had to be back for ten thirty to get on a party bus to be the photographer for Chris and Danny's wedding. Oh, Chris right. Chris officiated our wedding, like Jason's best friend, like our dear, dear, dear friend. And that nope. Couldn't miss that one. I, well, I'm getting too fucking old for this. Right. Like that. That it, it, This is, I. you know what? That is where the level is of like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Nope. <laughs> I needed to sleep a little bit for the weekend. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So, but I just well, had I think, to go, go ahead. Know, I,
4: I think if, if we had known about all these shows earlier in the spring, you wouldn't have been so jam-packed with all these other obligations. You know, unfortunately... This was like an anomaly of a summer because I feel like we as like music lovers, we plan our whole summer around concert schedules. Yes. And because <laughs> we're weird like were- that, <laughs> Later, you know, we felt obligated to commit ourselves to things with with our family. Right. For <laughs> for
3: Who <cry-out>. does that? <laughs>
2: I know <laughs> exactly
3: what family plan shit when concerts are going
2: I on <laughs> I know
0: really
4: <laughs> if they really want to have you there they should truly consult with you first <laughs> about
2: exactly about fish Tour. seems normal <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I decide so then I'm just like all right so if I can only go down for Friday night I'm like, you know, trying to figure out whatever. And then Jeff, 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 I love him. He's just so freaking awesome. So I go like get in touch with Jeff. He's like, it was on Monday when I got in touch. I'm like, you know, do you think I can come down Thursday? He's like, honey, you can come down tonight. <laughs> He's like, come whenever, right? So I got to like come in. I had some dinner with him. And uh, he, oh, so he custom makes jukeboxes. What? Did you see my jukebox? No. Oh my God. Right, so so he custom makes the most incredible jukeboxes ever, for and sends ships them all around the world. Wow! Oh, I'll have to show you. I'll yeah, have to show you. yeah. So he had already had this jukebox in mind, which apparently I <laughs> just didn't, he had it turned around because he he also has like a record shop in his garage, like it's almost like his like home is his store kind of oh, thing. Right. Where he yeah, does yeah. like Vintage records and like he flips houses and gets all kinds of cool stuff. But the jukebox is like his big thing. So he has his jukebox and he had it flipped for me to be able to see when I got out of the car, but I was so excited to see him. I didn't even notice it. (laughs) And it wasn't until the next day that I was, I was just like, Oh my God. I was like, I really, you know, whatever. I need one of these. And he was just like, well, yeah, he's like, of course you do. And then I just turned and there it was. I was like, Oh, he goes, well, that one's yours. Like that's no way. Yes. I'm like, what, 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 So. It fits 50, 45, like the 45s. Oh, no way. Mary, you have one. I have a jukebox, yeah. Yes. You do, too? Oh, that's cool. (laughs) And he has so fun. Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. You press the buttons and it flips the record. Mm -hmm, Oh, yeah. mm Yeah.
4: Oh, hell yeah. And And you can hear the sound of the record as it's like moving them around inside and switching them up. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's so
2: cool. cool. Mine's from like a 50s like candy ice cream shop yes it's like pink and sparkly and like oh it's so exciting and you have it at your house <laughs> no but i'm gonna be getting it it's like it, it'll be like i'm just gonna make a road trip it'll probably be like august or oh my god like that's yeah. awesome yeah it's super cool super cool um so we just had like a great day with that and um <laughs> so funny so he's <laughs> god so he got this record player so Mary's husband, Justin, and Jeff grew up together, so they're oh. best friends from when they were kids. So, so that's how I've gotten oh to okay know him. all yeah, right yeah I haven't got to them, and um so he got this record player and he was like fixing it and gonna give it as a gift to Justin right. So there's this like pad that goes on it on the this the
4: on the turntable part yeah okay. on the turntable right.
2: right yeah. So he picks it up and <laughs> what, he... Donnie, nobody could see you doing this. <laughs> I know, right? We have to get, like, I—we uh, we'll have to, go to like a YouTube channel one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, the spinny thing. So he takes this thing off and he flips it over. And on the back side of it is a paper uh, record that was, it was a thing, like, back in the day. I guess you could, like, pull them out of magazines or whatever where it was, like, and it was a porn record where clearly whoever owned this had a secret porn record record. No way! Oh my God! So so we listened to it together for the first time. Woo! Oh, I'm bothered. <laughs> it is intense. Like <laughs> I could play it on my it phone. totally. I'm not going so, to go. So you, you
4: you know when you were little and you would get um, those storybooks that came with the mm. record mm-hmm. and you'd play the record and it would be telling you the story and then it would have the little ding that you would have to like yeah turn the yeah, yeah 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 along mm-hmm. with the book. What I understand from Jeff is that this record came from something like a penthouse magazine. Yes. And so all I could imagine was that somebody would be playing this record and waiting for the little signal to turn the page in the pictorial (laughs) to be like, oh, what's coming up next? Because it got raunchy. It is dirt.
2: Like super dirty.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I'll
2: play it when we leave here. I'm not going to do it because this is a PG uh well, let's podcasts, just say but... start to finish she seemed to have a good time yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> like super naughty words all of the things and like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so so that happened that was funny <laughs> <laughs> sounds
3: hysterical
2: hey yeah so um but mary came to pick us up it was so exciting we get to go with mary in it and uh then we get down to lot and we're ended up so um, there's only 2,500 people where normally there's like, what, 35,040 SPAC? Is that? I think like that, yeah. Yeah. So oh, was- wow. Yeah. So it was just this one front line. Lo- okay. So you know when you get to SPAC. So you know where shakedown is when you go over, over the, the bridge. bridge. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That was completely closed. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So it was that middle that middle lot.
0: Oh,
4: okay. That was yep. that
2: was the one that that we were. Yeah, parking. the one
4: literally right outside of the venue was the only real parking for the event. For the event. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: they didn't need the others, right? Because nobody was there. We tried for-
2: pulling into that lot, but they didn't, you know Oh right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, not <laughs> um, yeah. But we were there in two thousand ten. And that's what we were talking about, tippy toes, because the cops are intense, man. And they were doing it again here. Where yeah, they like, it it- had a very, a, a very strong
4: presence back in uh, 2010, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so tippy toe was like our Seinfeld kind of reference for when, you know, George Costanza was going to be like a clue. It was yeah. going to be his code for when um, somebody was coming. Yeah. And tippy toe became our code for the cops. <laughs> and I just couldn't believe how often we had to be calling out tippy toe. Yeah. Back this weekend where there were so few people around. It was the right. same
2: freaking thing. Because I mean, like a lot of times it's, like we be good you to go to venues and like cops are just strolling. It's cool, whatever. Right. But these guys are like creeping in and out of car, like car areas. Oh, like, oh. oh, they're trying to bust you. That's why we're just like, how oh, we're the same. Like tippy toes, tippy toes. <laughs> <laughs> um oh my gosh so I do have to
4: say even though um you know I was so excited to get back to SPAC have that be like my first um summer shows of the summer like it's such a great way to kick off the summer concert season um even though it wasn't the full crowd I almost feel like I don't want to ever go back to that I mean (laughs) it was really kind of nice how intimate it was it was super convenient, like getting right into the venue. I mean, not having to wait in those lines and deal with, you know, the security piece. I mean, even um, inside the venue, I feel like um, in the different sections, they were very lax letting people kind of come and go. And it just felt nice that hassle of always like, do I have my ticket on me? Or if I move from this spot, am I going to be able to find my people again? You know, it just, it was nice that The crowd wasn't as dominating.
2: Right. It was just enough. Just the right amount of people. Unless you walk in and just because you're so freaking excited and then just like run out like it's nothing and then get completely fucking lost and that got to me, which happened to me. Like by myself, there's like frogs going off at one point. I'm in a big field. There's trees. There's big... I'm like, guys, I literally had zero. Like, no, no, nope Couldn't like... I just stopped. I'm just stopped. I'm like, here's my ping. Come get me.
3: <laughs> I don't know where I am. i am <laughs> no,
2: lost. Even a little bit. I can't believe how completely I lost my bearings.
4: Well, I feel like SPAC, it's it's such a um it's such a cool venue and it has all of those other parts of the park. Right. That, you know, it's easy to understand why you went out a complete you went out a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Um it's almost like they should have had those exits really closed down and closely monitored because nobody was parking over there anyway oh
2: there were so many lost people there was so many lost people but <laughs> um but I want to go back to the beginning like when we were walking in like the fish magic that walking in so
4: oh yeah 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 yeah
2: so um which I don't know if I told you about this so, but you might have seen it because we like we're all excited and posted it but um so that for the first tray fish troll uh, tray fish uh, tray <laughs> solo <laughs> <laughs> excuse me Trey solos when he did New York and then Connecticut and Portsmouth. Okay. So Mary got the inside scoop about like where Trey would be. Oh
4: yeah. That was the one in Northampton. He was in Northampton. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I knew like where his tour bus was and had talked to like one of his photographers and got the scoop that pretty much right after the show, he jumps right on the bus and was heading out. Mm
1: -hmm. So Mm -hmm.
4: Um, that allowed me to strategically position myself for Trey's exit from the theater so I could have a moment before he jumped on that bus. Nice. And that was the information I shared with Don, but also with another fan, Calico. Oh, nice. And so in that whole... um, in that whole run of shows we each got a night having yeah. met him so
2: calico was the second night and then i was a third night oh cool yeah yeah so we were just you know ah, we're gonna meet him whatever right so mary and i were walking in who's fucking in front of us calico ah nice
4: i it just was like it really it was like a perfect it was like the perfect storm i'm yeah. like <laughs> we're like we promise you know, we're not I'll really stalking you trey
2: <laughs> yeah Always gently, always That's gently. Gently stalking <laughs> <a new laughs> you, yep. Trey. Yeah, yeah so, that, so that was super cool. And I would just say it was really neat. So the way I got my ticket was from my girl Melissa, who the last time I saw her, she picked me up at the airport for the White Sands um, model shoot. Oh, right. For that whole, for the Music Empower Women thing that just went. Down and eh, whatever it was amazing when it happened, but anyway, so it was so good to see Melissa too. That's cool. so yeah, yeah. So I was so I was with her and uh up in the balcony for that. And um, I like if we can make it happen, I'm gonna try to like. You might have already heard it if you're listening podcast right now. Is the intro is Trey walking on stage for the first time because it was just uh, like it it like it just felt right and like it's taken me a few days and like Mary, you were I don't know if we talked about this earlier when we we're recording or, or or whatever but like how um it's just like we're just breathing it's just taking me days to like sort of process all this and like uh uh-huh. you know oh god the
4: emotions they run so high you know and uh oh, it's I think, been so long mm-hmm. right I think the combination of you know well you know the pandemic And then, I don't know, for me personally, I feel like the last couple of years have have been major life changes for me as well. And then being in the place like that is truly like your happiest place on earth, Mm -hmm. um, you know, seeing your favorite singer. It just those I feel like, if anything, I just don't ever want to take those types of things for granted. It Mm -hmm. can become so overwhelming with emotion that Each, you know, we can talk about some of the specific songs too, but I just feel like sometimes it feels like that song was just played. Like he knew I was here. I needed to hear that song. There's so many moments and it's such a strange thing to feel that way, knowing that there's like a whole crowd of fans who are in that room for one reason or another. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But that connectedness, you know, we all share like that common love. It's, it's really special.
2: I, I would love for you to talk about joy because I just cried for you. And then I just screamed. Uh, I love you, Mary. Afterwards, you didn't hear me. It was okay. I,
4: well, <laughs> I just... I gotta say, Joy is always a uh, meaningful song to me. I feel like when the joy album came out in 2009 and when the band started touring again, um, that whole album I think was one of the first ones where I think some of, um, the songs became a little more adult, right? They became more like moving away from some of the silly, um, like fluffhead type lyrics to songs that were reflective of life experiences. And at that point in my life, my, you know, I had my daughter, it was my daughter that is my youngest, and it kind of rounded out my family. And um, I don't know. So that song, especially like the part about, um, people coming and going from your life, you know, and you have that a tattoo being you have part the, you have of the your piece puzzle. Yeah. You have that tattoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was very meaningful to me. So hearing that song, anytime I hear it live, I just, it's, it touches at a tender spot in my heart, mm-hmm. but I actually feel like on Sunday, that show had more of those types of songs for me Um you know, it was Father's Day, so I think um, that's already a, a special day whenever a fish is playing, and they always, like, do a Father's Day shout-out. Um But having lost my dad in the last couple of years, and same with Justin, um, we had a couple songs that night. Like, every time I hear Dirt now, I always mm. think about, you know, my dad. And so he played Dirt and then went into Miss You right from that. Oh, wow. And so... That was like Waterworks City. Was it last um, summer that both of your fathers passed away? Uh no, it was uh 2019. Oh, so wow. it was right
2: before Sorry, the pandemic. Too. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um so those two songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
4: then um mm. also he played Lizards and then Slave, also back mm. to back. Mm-hmm. And Lizards is definitely um like one of my top five songs mm-hmm. for sure. And mm-hmm. I love just you know the musical piece at the end. And then to go right into "Slave," I mean, those two songs Justin's are song. already such beautifully composed pieces of music. Mm-hmm. And then to be adding the strings, it just wow brings it to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. It was that was incredible. But I feel like the last song that was like really super meaningful for me again, another like kind of full circle, like this idea of connectedness. Um, my last Spac show that I was at was um, summer tour. Yeah. I was two with you. summers ago, mm-hmm. 20. That was, um, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the summer that my, my dad did die, um, at that Spac show, he was actually in the hospital. Mm. And so I remember like, you know, just kind of like I'm on tour and I'm having a great time seeing shows, but there was obviously that part of me that was sad, worried about him. And, my sister-in-law had um, really good tickets that night and she pulled me in for the encore. Mm. And that was the first night I had ever heard A Life Beyond the Dream. Ugh. And I just remember like when I heard that for the first time, just standing there crying, you know, and being so touched by that song. And he closed with that um, mm. at SPAC this time around oh, too. Wow. He played that and then Tweet prize. And it just, um, I don't know. It's just, he's just, he, Trey's music means so much to me, but I feel like him being on the stage, he just, I don't know, he just has an ability to really make you feel like you're the only, only one, one in the room. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I love it. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I, so um... it definitely
4: has taken me a couple of days to kind of come down from feeling the feeling that you get
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from that music and that community there's a the 2009 when chris cabral uh jedi mind tricked us up front row and it was a year to the date of caspian my dog my beloved dog, dying and i got up there and they finished the song and went into prince caspian Oh, front row that's Man. amazing i've yeah. just
3: had like goosebumps oh, i'm just for, covered like, i'm co- yeah. i was trying to like for, like five minutes i know <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> my like,
2: cheeks have goosebumps right now right? I mean, but this is this is what it is this is right? why we keep coming back yep. this is what we do so
3: happy they're back so <laughs> happy
2: yeah. i'm wondering how much this um um classical piece is going to feed into the like rock and roll like what, like, and and I don't even know whether or not the rescue squad will be there this summer or not. I'm sure they'll probably pop in here and there or whatever. But like, I'm wondering how much that is going to be play a part of these, these jams and whatnot. Because I mean, for me, it was Fluffhead was incredible. And I, I just listened to Harry hood now over and over and over again, just from beacon jams and was so happy to, to hear it Friday night. Um, I'm wondering how that's going to pull in and, um, and you got to see Paige. Did everybody just like yes. flip out? I, I just. Oh, was... God.
4: <laughs> it was just, you know, and of course, when that happened Saturday night, um, there was the hope on Sunday that the whole band, like I had, I was convinced mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that all four of them were going to be on that stage Sunday night, but you know, wishful thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, No, it was so awesome. And I, I feel like it, it, it's got to be kind of a, strange experience for trey because most of the times he's ever been on that stage has been with fish Mm -hmm. right so to then be there on his own and then with these different you know like kind of musical configurations that he's a part of um i wonder like what that feeling is like for him like does he miss like oh this is cool that i'm with like these cool string players but i really am missing my boys right now you Mm -hmm. know um so when Paige came out, I, I feel like one of the things we commented on that we really noticed is um, just the difference in um, the. Again, I'm going to use that word connectedness between the musicians. I feel like the rescue squad, while it was awesome hearing them play, they that was like well rehearsed. Like they have sure. the music in front of them, and it's not like that's their music. In fact, I'm curious. Like, are they people that were kind of hired to form a band or are they like fans of trey and you know what i mean like living in his musical circles of his um whatever networks he has you know um but they obviously appreciate his music but not to the level that trey himself and page have when they sit down to play together Mm -hmm. they are like so in tune with each other and being able to sense like oh this is where he's going now I you know yeah they have and the they history mm-hmm. of each yeah. other
0: mm-hmm.
4: in a way that it's
2: just you you can feel that
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean at least I felt it well and I think it's so different too with uh, throwing Dave tansky am i saying that right i believe this is like, last name so like him in there so here's this completely different but but i was listening uh i think he was talking about last night or the sunday night about how during the pandemic him and dave live close to each other in new york oh. so they just like met up with each other in like a random like no windows or anything and just rocked out just the two oh, of no them no kidding yeah yeah so so you know, you you hear the last like five, I think it was five songs Mountain the Mist, Sleep, Waste, yeah. Sleeping Monkey, If I Which could, I just and- want to say,
4: he, oh, just hearing the two of them play Waste is so beautiful. Oh my God. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And if I could,
1: like, it was so beautiful.
2: Someday I'm going to sing that with him. I think I've I claimed, also, I think I've done the- that a few times, but it's going <laughs> to happen. The rarity of hearing, um,
4: <laughs> like, Like um, we got a Pebbles and Marbles on Saturday night, and then (sighs) I haven't heard um, that yet. Mountains in the mist, both of those songs, I love them. You you typically wouldn't want to hear them like at Fish Mm -hmm. because they're not as, dancey. You know what I mean? They can really mellow out the set list, but for this particular show, it's what you want to hear. You want that intimate feeling of you know that emotion that's raw and
2: real you know yeah yeah well so Pebbles and Marbles so that was Pebbles and Marbles Tom wrote for his daughter and so the only song that Trey that uh, Trey like allowed like Tom and Lele and his daughter to come to just because of the COVID restrictions it's not even allowed I mean it was such a, a shindig you know this whole big rigmarole to actually get there was so Lily and Tom have they're only a day apart in their birthday and so yeah so I want to say it was November 13th was Tom or Lilies, whatever is in there, and so that's when um, Trey played Pebbles and Marbles, but completely different, like that. Oh, no kidding! Yes, yeah. completely different. And and I don't know. There's you know five or six songs that are on repeat in my car with for the Beacon Jams, and that's that is one hundred percent definitely one of them. And it's not a song that I really even thought about as a fish song beforehand right. before Beacon Jams. It's so interesting to me how he rewrote so many. And yeah. so Jennifer Hartswick talks about it. So, again, that uh, comes to time podcast, um, uh, O'Teal and Mike Fenoya interview Jen and talk about that. And and so Jen talks about, like, you know, showing up, and it's just Trey's just like, oh, here's 20 songs. Okay. And like, you know, Jen's used to it. She was 17 when she right. started playing with him, you know? But the recipe, like, what are you fucking, like, what? And they, okay. We're going to do this in 48 hours nonstop. Wow.
3: Just pounding them out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
2: they did it. And they did it. And there was so many of them. But I know going into this one, like, Fluffhead was brand new with the strings. Yeah. And I want to say there was like Wolfman's brother. And I want to say Stash was new. I don't
4: think, I think Reba, right? I think Reba was, uh, mm-hmm. this was its first acoustic performance. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. First tube, also.
2: yes, 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 yes. Where he d- was able to still do with the acoustic up front. I think he broke a string. Is that what happened the first night when you heard that bong and then he like switched guitars? I think maybe that that maybe did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then during split up and melt with just Dave and Trey, which yeah, Jeff, Jeff. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh no, yeah, Jeff, that's why I call him Dave. Thank you, thank you, not Dave. <laughs> that's why I'm like, Dave Tanske it's not right. <laughs> Jeff Tanske. thank you. Um, but when they started with Split Open and Mount, just to have those two fill that out, he must have been looping. I, for a while there, thought that there was somebody in the background in the dark playing, but, you know, it was oh, a yeah. fish show or a try show. And... Oh, he,
4: without a doubt, was looping. And I feel, one of the things, that's another thing that we were just kind of discussing that, um going back to those first acoustic shows he did years ago I feel like you could really see him up there using that equipment Mm -hmm. and where he's come since that time I mean he would like record himself playing something and then be playing that and then play over that and then record that as well and so the the layers were just Mm -hmm. so incredible Mm -hmm. because you're just like trying to listen to, like, what, where is that one coming from? And it's just, it's so amazing when it's just him up there. Yes.
2: Yes. And it still and it, got super it, weird. That's what it was. Right? It was like, split up a melt. I literally, like, I had my, my camera going, just happened like as it started. <laughs> and like the video of it is just like, no fucking way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How were they going to pull us with him? But he did. He wow. did. And it still blew my mind at the end. I was just like, is there people like are there cellos in the dark there? Like it's so strange. That's so wild. Yeah. 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 Oh.
3: Mary, were you in the balcony or in the pavilion the whole time? Or were you ever out on a pod? In a- so I
4: was in the um, I was in the balcony the first night and then I was in the pavilion the next two nights. Okay. So you I would- do have to say every time I would walk out on the lawn. So, um, For people who weren't there and didn't get to see what it looked like, um, the way they had your pods working. um, So if you had a lawn seat, they had actual chairs that they gave you and they were in a pod on the lawn. Mm -hmm. So there were like groups of two or there were groups of four. So you couldn't really move them around, even though nobody was policing that. But, you know, nobody, everybody was kind of following that. And then inside they had the seats. um, Yeah. the ones that weren't open were all kind of like zip tied.
3: Oh, so you couldn't. So you sit. couldn't
4: pull the seat down. Yeah, yeah. So you could still spread out and. Um... You could still spread out and be in the rows, like in front, but you couldn't sit down. Okay, yeah. Um,
2: like I was solo, so at the one point I was just like, All right, "I'm gonna do it." I like got my stuff, so I was like, you know, for a while there, I'm like, "I'm by myself. Nobody's gonna pay attention to me." I like, went, I'm like, "All right, guys, I love you." Like, I'm gonna go and then just like ran off, and then I went to, and I was realized I'm like, I'm wait, nope, <laughs> went right back to my area because I like went to like go in front of somebody, but they were sitting. And I'm like, this is just not, it's right. just different vibe. You know, yeah. I did see somebody who, who like took a picture of like the, they were like, wow, they really missed it. They should have put the red circles and so the white circles down there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's I bumped into my friend Luke, who, uh, of course I did. It, it's become a running joke. It is ridiculous how every single cool show I've ever been to in my entire life, Chicago. I, I mean, you name it. Jason, and I bump into Luke. So I'm like walking across and it, it's just the, become this thing. We're like, Hey, there you are. <laughs>
3: it kind of like Dane yes (laughs) yes
2: yes yes yes. (laughs) oh my god it is like Dane yes it's ridiculous that's
3: so funny yeah so I'm kind of curious to actually see how it kind of translated if you were on the field I mean in the on the lawn and Spac. if it was it felt
0: like
4: two different concerts I mean anytime Mm -hmm. I went out there which I will also say a negative was that it wasn't like two sets the one long set was really difficult for bathroom needs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I felt like I, I always liked to go to the bathroom at set break and when there was none, I was always trying to gauge, okay, is this going to be an okay time for me to go? I never wanted to leave. Right. <laughs> um, Cause I didn't want to miss anything. Um, but the times that I did run out, the people on the lawn were pretty much like in their seats. They weren't like up and dancing, mm-hmm. but inside everybody was up and out of their seats okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so again even though it wasn't met like at full capacity at least it had that feeling inside the pavilion because everybody was you know up doing the usual right
0: um, Mm
4: -hmm. jamming yeah jamming
2: jamming so um and, and no no masks everybody was hugging everybody was doing their thing right it was, yeah that that part, which was funny because when I went to the bathroom afterwards and the socially just dis- distance bathroom stalls when we're all just like super on top of each other I was like uh well I mean whatever I mean it was just we're all right used to it. but literally I didn't see anybody with a mask on everybody was just you know no nope, yeah you know I feel like it's just freaking roll with this and I think it, I think we're good think yeah we're good you know so all right yeah I love you guys I love you we did it. I love you Yay. too we we did so, it. I love awesome. just being able
4: to talk about it. it's so funny like you know I got home I saw my aunt and she was like oh how were the concerts and I'm like, you know, what answer does she want to hear? Does she want to just hear that it was good? Or does she want me to talk about <laughs> right. how the moment when this was played or, you know, the feeling I had or we hugged when this happened? Right? You know, it's like, yeah, you, she just you just can't appreciate it's it. what Justin always we say
2: know. we're like, you know, carry on, carry on. Oh, it was great. How was your weekend? Oh, it was awesome. And you're like, flash awesome. on we're like, we right? like, <laughs> like, oh, it's great. Yeah. You know, like normal life, like. Yeah. It's We're beautiful. back to normal life. Mm, yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a yeah. good normal. Good normal. <laughs> good normal. Exactly. Exactly. So. Live music normal. That's what we needed. That's yes. what we need. Yes. 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 For sure. So, um, yeah. So if I was organized enough, this would be season, whatever it is, or female centrics 4.0. Show number. I'm blah, just going to go blah. with freaking four, f- 4. female centric four. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> but we are back. We've got some, uh, great interviews lined up. And again, Osiris is, uh, pumping out podcasts and, uh, yeah guys we're back so i love you all and uh, if you want to listen to more osiris podcasts, please go to osirispod.com. baker hey i love daddy. you love mary you. i love you love you it was so Yay. good to be here talking to you gals awesome yes all right until the next time yes peace my friends see ya
4: all right bye